is fruitful, is full of joy, and you feel that you're so fully known and fully loved by the Lord Most High. Hi everybody, welcome back to another episode of Sunday at Sunset, a podcast of what used to be um, intentional conversations with friends about their walks with the Lord and their careers and all that. Um, yeah, I'm not sure why I wanted to hop on tonight, but I think... Yeah, I just wanted to see where this conversation would take myself um, and where I would end up at the end of this conversation. But funny because the last episode that was recorded, I think it was the day before Easter Sunday. And, you know, that's when I found out about grad school and just rejoicing and being wrapped up in that like excitement and joy and celebrating with friends and family of this like really exciting new chapter Um, and the episode before that was season two episode one which I wanted to go through experiencing God um, the work book by Richard Henry and Richard Blackaby Um, and the the intentions for that, like the whole season two, which obviously never continued, um, but the the vision and the heart behind that was going through the the workbook. I didn't really feel well. That's not the best way to. I mean, feeling is just one of those many things that you shouldn't really base all of your actions upon, um, but. I didn't feel that I experienced God through the 10, 11, 12, 13 weeks um, of the workbook. And yeah, I wanted to go through it again more intentionally, um, sitting down and going through it just instead of ticking it off of a to-do list, but to really dive deep and invest in that workbook. Um, So that was the intention behind, you know, season two, episode one and the whole season two, which I'm sure one day we'll come around, Um, but man, the past couple of weeks and months, I have truly experienced God in so many ways, Um, good and bad. I I mean, God is good, so, you know, all these bad things are just, you know, what I consider as bad, but yeah, so... Anyways, I would love to take you down this memory lane of some of the most crazy moments of my year um, so far. Yeah, so uh, last episode was, I think, right before Easter Sunday. Um, April was a crazy month. Um, Yeah. Uh, First week of April, I I found out that I got accepted into school, um, into a school in, like, where I go to or where I did my undergrad and I think that was so exciting um it's such a competitive program um you know all that but what was so even crazier um was that I actually got my acceptance taken away from me um and here I will explain what happened 
Um, first week of April, found out, you know, so excited, joyful, you know, filled with just excitement and just really looking forward to the next chapter. Um, and then, yeah, you know what? Like, I honestly think pride got to me and I was going into my last round of finals really thinking that like there's no way they can fail me out now you know I got into grad school um, it's in the faculty of medicine like nobody can kick me out now like I I am the captain now um <laughs> but lo and behold that's what happened um I ended up failing my very last course of undergrad um yeah that was crazy because me and my friends, um, yeah, the couple had just got married. So my final was like a day after their wedding. And, you know, we were talking and talking and then we're like, oh, let's go on a trip. Because after their honeymoon, they're kind of in town for like, you know, the rest of the year. Um, so just as we put in all of our information into the airline website, um, yeah, my friend is like, she's like, oh, I'm going to click it. Like, I'm going to buy the tickets now. And we're like, okay, like, let's go. And then I got a message saying that, like, my final grades are up from, like, this Facebook group chat that I had with this, like, specific class. And I'm like, oh, hold up. Like, let me just check my grades, um, you know, because I was feeling a little bit anxious about this one particular course. Um, yeah, I checked it. And I got a 46%. And F was on my transcript. Like, there was no warning. Um, no email from the prof. Just, like, I, I logged into my student portal. And there was an F. And I was like, like, what do I do now? Like, it, it, I was conditionally accepted. Like, I had to pass this course. Um, so that we, like, held off on buying the tickets. Um... And then the next couple days were a nightmare. I don't think I've ever experienced anxiety like that. Um, yeah, I wouldn't. I, I wasn't really able to eat. Um, my stomach was also like, you know, when you like get butterflies, but like they're like nervous butterflies, so they like make you like nauseous as well. Um, that was going on for like days. I wouldn't be able to eat. Um, I called in sick to work like every single day. Um, I tried figuring things out. Um, the next couple of days, I like called my school and then like tried to look for an alternative course that would be offered before September. Um, by the grace of God, I found one. Um, and yeah, like that whole process was like I, I truly did experience God through that process. Um, I, I contact this. I contact contacted this new school um you know and spoke to a bunch of people they're like oh like classes for summer semester starts in three days there's no way you can get through accepted like uh, you, there's no way you can get through like admissions and then like you know classes are also full um but through it all I was like there must be a way like I was pretty at peace. I was like, yeah, there must be a way. There must be a way. There's no way that I can get kicked out now. Like, there's nothing. Like, it wasn't even a three credit course. It was a 1.5 credit course. And, well, even though it was completely my fault, <laughs> the final was worth 80% of the grade. Like, the the entire grade. 
So I got 100% for the 20%, you know, but the tw- the 80% that that was based solely on a multiple choice 60-minute exam. And I just yeah, like I I obviously failed that, you know. And the prof like wouldn't let me retake it. I contacted the um the dean and like the faculty people for my program specifically and they're like oh you know it's really up to the professor and then I did some emailing back and forth um, but eventually I was like trying to get into this new school to do this one course so um, yeah God really did answer a lot of prayers in those couple of days um, within the matter of hours I got through admit- admissions at this new school um, and I paid my fees. I got like an acceptance letter that I was able to send to the grad program um, because at the same time, I was worried that the grad program would be trying to give away my spot. Um, so, yeah, that happened. And then, you know, time goes by. The grad program's like, oh, like we need to see a letter of registration. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, they're, the class is full right now and what was crazy was that like there's no other school that offers that course like nowhere else um so I was like god like this must be it and this this post-secondary is also like up on the mountain like 15 minutes away from my house so I'm like yeah like this is it this is it I'm gonna go for the next two and a half months and I'm gonna get this course and I'm gonna be able to go to grad school in September I was so confident and I was like god like there's no way you're gonna take this away from me um so I got through remissions paid my fees and then was contacting the professor now <laughs> the class was full and it, there there were like th- two people in the wait list it's a 25 people class so like you know 25 seats you know two three people in the wait list whatever um I was like yeah no I'll get in um, but to, uh, in order to register for the waitlist, the professor had to like accept or like waive my prerequisites, which were just upper level credits that I've taken in the department, which I haven't taken in at this new school, but I have like a full bachelor's degree. Um, and I was like, yeah, she just needs to say yes. And then I can register myself for the waitlist. Um, but I tried calling her, I tried emailing her, emailing the the department, trying to, like, show up to the office to, like, see her, um, and, like, there was no reply, and, like, the days were coming closer, so May 10th was the Monday or the Tuesday that classes would start, but, like, I was like, you know, I'm gonna show up to class, um, either way, like, I'm gonna show up, and I'm gonna beg, and she's gonna take me, um, so I think the Thursday before May 10th, uh, my friend Rainbow and I actually went up to the school and like we <laughs> knocked on the door of this prof's office and no reply. Uh, we were like sitting in the hallway um, and yeah, like by the grace of God, we found out somehow, somewhere that she would be at this department meeting for like a lab thing. Um, so we showed up there. We're like, you know, is she going to come? Is she going to come? And then somebody told us that she will be on Zoom because it's a hybrid meeting. And I'm like, ooh, okay. So this was kind of like the first, like, oh, no, um, to a series of oh, no's to come. Um, but 
so she was on zoom and i i joined the zoom call and was sitting in the hallway um with rainbow and i just sitting there in the zoom call and then eventually the prof shows up and she turns on her camera and then i started messaging her (laughs) but no reply so about like an hour and a half two hours go by Um, and by this time like we kind of went back to the prof's office like just to sit outside um she wouldn't reply and yeah like remember when i was just sitting in the hallway and i was like we were both kind of like tearing up and crying because they're this was it like this was really it um and so after that we were just sitting um there was this like front desk person and she was like oh you know i'm in the zoom meeting too like if you want me to um say anything or like send her a message like i can do that um so she was really nice but yeah at the end of it we're like okay well this is it um god if you're not gonna make a way then you know what like that's on you you know um and that's also i think the first the first little like hardened heart step because yeah um more to come uh but after that we were like okay whatever um by the time we were gonna leave the zoom meeting and just dip um that's when she actually replied to my zoom message and she's like you know thanks uh just saw your message now please email me (laughs) and in my head i'm like bro i've been emailing you for like the past 10 days um you know so i sent her an email to follow up and no reply so you know we went to eat bubble waffle our favorite food and then went home um yeah i felt really bad because it was like my mother my mom's birthday um the day after and then you know she's also been just by my side like anxious and sitting by the phone when i'm on the phone with the departments and stuff um yeah so the next couple of days we like celebrated her birthday we just like kind of hung out tried to get my mind off of everything um and then the days go by and it's time to go to school so i actually yeah that day i was like super anxious you know the butterflies but like the nauseous butterflies um i showed up i showed up to class i i didn't want to bother anybody to go with me so i went by myself um about like 10 minutes early i found the classroom and i went in um i started counting the people and man it was filling up it got to like 25 26 people um and i just kept checking the wait list uh yeah, and the course seemed really easy. Like, there was no final. So, like, that course equivalent compared to the one I had to take of an 80% final. Like, man, you know, I should have just went there for my undergrad. Um, but, so that happened. And, yeah, like, I was in the class, like, reading the syllabus. Everybody was, like, you know, paying attention to the prof. And, like, all throughout it all, I'm, like, praying you know, God, like, I'm sitting here, like, I pray that this woman would just take me in her class, um, and then, like, about half an hour later, we had to, like, form groups for, like, a group project, because, like, the whole class is basically a group project, like, that's the only thing you're getting graded on, and, yeah, I'm like, there's no way, like, she's got to take me, or this is it, um, so when we were going to make groups, it's all, like, on 
this like online canvas portal so like that's where you can like sign up for your name but you gotta be registered in the class in order to access that so you know i went up to her and i'm like hey i'm the person i'm melissa the one i've you know you've been emailing um i was wondering if you could take me in the class and she was like no and i'm like well can you just take a look at my prereqs so that i can register for the waitlist and she's like there's usually no movement to the waitlist because it is like a like a grad school prerequisite and she's like they're not gonna take you like he like and I was like I got in already and you're not gonna take me um and she's like that wouldn't be fair for the students that currently go to the school um and that she said she spoke to the dean who knows if she actually did but she's like oh like even the dean was like oh in this situation like we can't help you um and man like I've never (laughs) been so disappointed ever um that was just kind of like yeah I I couldn't really like speak to her either I was like kind of tearing up I was like words wouldn't really come out um and then I, I was like, okay, like, there's no way, like, I can't even register for the waitlist or show up to class and, like, do my stuff and then, like, see what we can do from there. Um, and she's like, yeah, like, sorry, <laughs> good luck reapplying next year. Um, she was a pretty sweet lady, though, so I'm like, okay, cool, like, it's fine, like, I guess. So I packed up my bag. I was like, thank you again um, for your time. And then I walked out of the hallway and man, like, I walked out of the hallway, was crying, like, it was so devastated, and I was like, this is it, like, the past four years that I've worked towards this goal, um, the amount of time that I've put in has come down to this, and that's it, and I'm done, like, I failed my way out of grad school, um, you know, so I went home and just had to kind of, like, process, um, yeah, and then I eventually told, uh, my grad school at the program that, like, I'm not able to provide this letter of, um, accept, or a letter of, um, just proving that I'm registered in this class, like, thank you for all your time, like, hopefully reapply next year, you know, and, like, hopefully get in. And I didn't hear back from them, actually, so, you know, it kind of made me really not want to go back to that school and not want to reapply because of just how, like, I don't know if not human is the word, but they didn't really have any empathy or, like, any, like, remorse for, like, it's one course, it's not even three credits, the finals were 80%, and, like, what if I was going through something that was just so life-altering? Or, like, what if there was some big life moment or changes happening? Um, they wouldn't even consider anything like that. Um, so, yeah, that just made me, like, really not want to go back. Um, yeah, and then the next couple of days, I kind of just spent it, like, processing. I was just hanging out with my mom all day long. Um, didn't really do anything. Called sick into work um funny thing is a couple days later i actually caught covid um so that kind of like forced me to to be at home and um to really take care of my own body and myself 
And I think that's when I was also, like, I, I came to realize that, like, you know, these these things, these crazy things will happen in your life. Um, but, like, even at that moment, I was like, you know, God, God is real and God is present. Um, yeah, so I spent the next couple of days just emailing a lot of my lab professors that I've worked for, um, just telling them, like, I'll be around for the next year, you know, I'd love to contribute more, to publish more papers, and, um, because I know that with this program, they really want you to be, like, academically, like, academically intelligent, so they want to see your name on conference papers and publications, and so that, yeah, so I emailed a bunch of professors, and they're like, oh, so exciting, like, sad news, but, like, we're happy to have you around, um, yeah, and then, you know, with the whole COVID thing, I didn't go to work as well, so that kind of just forced me to stay at home and really reevaluate where I was, um, and I think up until then, like, my relationship with God was solid, and I was like, you know what, I learned a lot from this experience, and I think, yeah, after catching COVID, I stopped experiencing those, like, anxious, nauseous feelings, and I, I actually took a couple days to, like, really eat, like, I had so much food, um, I would have, like, snacks after snacks, and meals after meals, and, like, you know, my mom and I would, like, go out for food, we would buy food, we would get, like, boba, we would get, like, whatever we wanted to eat, um, yeah, and that kind of made me feel a little better, like, emotionally, um, and then, yeah, just when I started to process everything, I, I started to look up trips, so I wanted to go to Cabo, um, I wanted to, uh, go to Taiwan for, like, a long period of time, I wanted to go to Florida, because my mom has family there, and, you know, all these trips were getting lined up and booked, not really booked, but I was, like, starting to look at dates, um, and then I renewed my passport, um, yeah, like, everything was planned out, and I'm like, oh, this next year, I made a list of goals, too, um, I was like, this next year, I think I have it with me right now, let's see, um, yeah, this next year, I'm, like, going to read through the Bible cover to cover, I'm going to memorize more scripture, I'm gonna keep running, I'm gonna go work out, I'm gonna catch sunset, I'm gonna spend quality time with my family and friends and really grow in faith and my relationship with God. So those were the goals. Cool. Cool goals, right? Like, would be so cool if I achieved them. Um, but yeah, so just when I started to book those trips, just when I started to really think about the next 12 months, um, yeah, I was pretty excited to be able to just take a year off and just rest and do all these fun things, um, and work, and make money, and all that, and, like, a couple days later, I actually get a call from a different school, saying that I got into their program, and funny, because I only applied to these two schools, and one's out of province, and uh, really early, like, February, I was already told no from this school, um, like, they said they would put me on the wait list, but, like, highly unlikely that I would get in, so yeah I picked up the phone and they're like the spot opened up do you want to come and I was like huh what's going on here um so yeah I was like yeah just send me the information like I'll get back to you 
So it took them like a couple days to send me the information. And yeah, like I, 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 okay, honestly, I barely prayed about it, even though, you know, that's, yeah. So I barely prayed about it. I accepted it. I paid, um, and there I was going to a different province in like three months. Um, and I think that's kind of a turning point. Um, you would think that, you know, getting accepted into another school, like so exciting, praise God. Um, but yeah, like praise God, first of all. Um, but that's also when like my faith started to deteriorate. Um, I started to wonder like why I was, I was put through like that crazy roller coaster of emotions, like mentally exhausting, um, to, get to this point like why could I just not gotten accepted in the first place like why did I have to like you know lose some money applying to this new school for the summer um and like why did I have to put all my friends and family through that like they would pray day and night and all the time um and God didn't answer our prayer in the way that we wanted to um so that was just a lot of doubt and a lot of questioning And then as I started to, you know, look for a place to stay in this new city, like, I don't know, I just, like, I didn't want to go. But I think in the back of my mind, I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is where God wants me to be. Because there's no way that he would put me through all that if this is not where I'm meant to be. Um, It's just such a hard pill to swallow. So the next couple of weeks, you know, I'm spending time looking at things I need to buy because this place apparently gets down to negative 40 degrees. And Vancouver is not like that. Um, and I started, I guess I had to grieve this dream of the next 12 months that I had um, and the things that I was going to do. Um, but I think I knew that I had to go. Partly because I'm like, I don't want to waste a year. I like, might as well get it over and done with. But part of me was like, this is one of the clearest doors opened ever. Um, yeah, so I stepped into that. And honestly, it's been, what, four or five weeks since I found the, found out the news. I have a place to stay. I bought a winter coat. Um, I'm start, I booked my flight, actually. Um, but I think during the past couple of weeks, and maybe like a month and a half, like, I don't think... Like, I know that God is real. Like, I know that he is who I want to live for. Um, he He created me. He He blessed me with all these things. And, like, he's the true joy and the only thing that will, the only person and thing that will satisfy anything in my life and my soul. Um, but, like, I'm just not there. Like, I haven't opened my Bible in, like, two weeks and the two weeks prior to that I would open it I would read it but nothing would like register you know um I'm serving in so many capacities at the church but I like it it feels I mean it doesn't feel like an obligation I still have a good time serving but like, with the ministries, I guess, like, the, the, the youth ministry that I'm helping with, um, that has been kind of rough, because, you know, I have all these grade 8, grade 9, grade 10 girls, 
like thinking I'm so cool and have my life together and you know I really do want to invest in these girls and like I just want to see them grow I want to walk with them and I promised them that I would go to the year-end like teens camp um and then because they all didn't want to go at first and I'm like I'll go like I'm going and I'm like helping plan so like y'all gotta go so they all are going and I was going to continue to teach them Sunday school the year after. So like next year, because I would be here. Right? Um, and also I wanted to step up to be their youth counselor, like for every Friday night. Um, and like that dream is gone. And I still haven't told them that I won't be at camp. Um, yeah. So like I was so disappointed at God for that one, even though, you know, not his fault. Things just worked out. And I'm sure it's for the better, but I was so disappointed. Um, and honestly, I don't think I'm over it yet. I really don't think I'm over this, like, hmm, God, like, why'd you do this to me? Um, so serving in that has been kind of difficult. Um, so an opportunity came up and the children's, like, Sunday school needed help. So I actually low-key convinced all of my girls to do it out of a place of, mostly selfishness because I don't want to teach because I just don't think I'm I'm like adequate enough to be able to even like be mentally present to teach them at all um and then part of it was like oh it'd be cool to see them like take ownership of like you know their journeys and their walks um yeah so like other than the school things like my life seems like it's falling apart i am working constantly you know making lots of money we're buying the things that we like um but like there is no joy and you know i'm spending a lot of time with my friends and family but there is no like true joy and if anything everything right now is just like oh i gotta do this because i'm leaving I gotta do this because I'm leaving. It seems very, like, like by obligation. And, like, it doesn't feel great, you know? Um, and, yeah, I actually had a conversation with um, my pastor a couple days ago. And we were just talking about, like, why is it that I do, like, certain things that I do? Um, like, why do I work so much? Like, what, what am I trying to fulfill here? Um, and then that just got me into, like, a lot of thinking of, like, you know, it's not that we need money, but am I holding on, like, I don't even use my money, like, I just kind of put it in my mom's bank account, <laughs> but, like, there, there must be some, like, underlying reason of, like, why I do this, and, like, recently I also found out that I'm so judgmental, um, I actually, like, I actually, like, hate everything and everyone at this point, um, and just, yeah, I actually, I, what a time, eh? Um, we went to a young adult camp at the beginning of this month of June, and just, I was helping lead a small group there, but every time people would share, like, whether in large group, whether in small group, or whether, like, the speaker was sharing, or, like, during mealtimes, things that would cross my mind would be, like, oh, I could care less, I'm like, oh, like, then why are you here, or, like, oh, then, then, you know, like, why are you telling me this, like, did I ask, kind of thing, um, and man, like, that's so toxic, um, so I think coming out of that weekend, I actually learned and realized how hard my heart was, um, 
yeah, just a lot of doubt and a lot of uncertainty, I guess. Um, I wonder, like, throughout this whole experience, not only with, not only with school, but, like, just with how I hold on to things and the people, um, you know, like past friends and people who have walked away or who are no longer in my life, um, I just wonder, like, what, what I could have done more for them, um, yeah, and just, like, even the people that I still interact with every day and my friends and my family, like, what is it, like, what is there for me to give, um, because at this point, I really don't think I'm giving at all. Like, I I feel pretty empty and pretty, like, I don't know. Pretty empty, I think, would be the word. Um, I feel like a shell. Like, you know, there's nothing really inside. Um, Every day just kind of is a countdown of me moving away and giving up the life that I have lived for the past, like, 20 years. Um, Yeah, but... I guess, you know, long tangent from I don't know where we were at earlier. Um, Yeah, it's just kind of funny how the last episode was like so exciting and so joyful and like sharing about how I have fully surrendered. Um, But I really, I haven't. And I didn't realize that until I was stripped away from this dream that I had um, for so long. But I think there, there's going to be good that will come out of it. Um, even though I feel so dead. I think there, like, yeah, like, there must be some good that will come out of this. Um, and there must be some good that will come out of this, like, self-reflection and realization of, of where my heart is and how that, it really doesn't reflect that of Jesus' heart. Um, yeah, so I guess this episode is just a prayer and some hope for, just hope that, that one day I will (laughs) have the desire that I, I once had to open the Bible and really dive in. I pray that, like, one day I will sit down and truly be able to pray again with like open arms open heart um yeah and I just pray that the the weeks I have left with my girls and my family and my friends may I really be able to pour into their lives Um, may I be able to fully love them and be present um and honestly like I really don't know where I'm at like I'm pretty lost in terms of like my walk with God um, yeah, and things just seem like they're not the greatest, um, but there's still lots of exciting things happening, so I don't know, I guess my prayer is that I will find my love for God again, somehow, somewhere, and that, yeah, may, may I be able to see God's goodness, um, may I be able to fully surrender, and may I be able to get back to where I was before, because I thought, like, you know, I was living the life, you know, like, serving and making 
making money and working and doing school and doing sports and that was like I was happy um so I just hope and pray that beyond happiness may I find true joy again may I be able to grow may I be able to learn how to love again and yeah I hope that I don't know who or if like this episode was of no benefit to anybody else but me um but yeah it's been cool to really flesh out my thoughts and kind of document what has happened in the past couple of months um yeah I pray that things will continue to be okay and I'm looking forward to documenting my little journey as I move away I think a lot of growth will happen um, even though there's a lot of fear but yeah sorry this was so long I hope you enjoyed it even though this was of no benefit to anybody else um but I just hope and pray that you are doing well um and honestly I would love to hear from you so like yeah shoot me a life update um let's go watch sunset before I leave um yeah and I just hope and pray that your relationship with God is fruitful is full of joy and you feel that you're so fully known and fully loved by the lord most high um yeah that's it for me i guess um i hope that you're doing well i love you and i can't wait to hug you the next time i see you and i guess see you soon maybe next sunday at sunset who knows but thanks for listening and Just know that you mean a lot to me. Alrighty, see you later, alligator.